Hello, you lovely lot. I wanted to take a moment to share an exciting announcement with you all. I will be doing a live show for Happy Mum, Happy Baby at the podcast show in London on the 22nd of May. This will be a live episode of this very podcast featuring me and a very special soon-to-be-announced guest. Get ready for a candid conversation, unfiltered truths, laughs, invaluable non-judgmental advice and lived experiences. Dive into the complexities of parenting while juggling work, relationships and personal growth and we'll be talking beyond the baby years. As well as the live episode, the show will also include a Q&A with both me and my guest. Tickets go on sale this Friday the 26th of April at 10am, but anyone who is part of the Happy Mum, Happy Baby newsletter will be getting early access to tickets on Wednesday the 24th of April at 10am. To sign up to the newsletter and for more information about the event, please head to happymumhappybaby.com forward slash events. I can't wait to see you there. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to this bite-sized edition of Happy Mum, Happy Baby. In this clip, I am joined by Sarah Turner, aka the Unmumsy Mum. And we're talking about when she started blogging about those less than picture-perfect parenting moments. So at what <laughs> part of, uh, of having Henry, I th- did you only have Henry when you started yes, the blog? Yes, I did, yeah. Yeah, so Henry was a year old when I wrote my first blog post. I'd gone back to work part-time at Exeter University, so I had a job, um, you know, kind of like a mostly admin, really. And I I was just <laughs> a little bit disillusioned with the whole parenting bubble that I'd kind of seen online, I guess, yeah. and in magazines as well. But um, I think at that time as well, it would have all, be, all been very glossy. Well, yeah, I th- I'm sure there were the non, non-glossy non alternatives around, but I didn't know where to look for mm-hmm. them. So I don't think, I certainly didn't follow any parenting blogs at that time, but I'd seen like food blogs and, you know, other stuff. So I knew that blogging had become this thing that yeah. anybody could just type, upload and share a post and I was like oh I loved writing so I was like I might just I might just 
I'll just give that a go. And it was so, it was just like therapy. Like, yeah. I obviously had no followers, zero. I'm sure my husband thought I was a bit crazy. Like, what are you doing? I'm blogging. Like, this... <laughs> we didn't, didn't do a lot of that. I had a really <laughs> rubbish day and I'm going to write about yeah, it. Exactly. Get it out. You're not going to be safe either. <laughs> you will be mentioned. Um, but it was just... It was honestly just something to do that kind of... I wanted to outpour kind of like the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth, which wasn't very pretty. I started with a post about Henry's birth and then soon went, I think my second blog post I ever wrote, which had about four hits and I think three of those were mine, was <laughs> other mums must be lying. Because <laughs> that's kind of how I felt at the time. But um, yeah, it was it was mad. And then within a year or so, it just kind of, I think mostly when I put it on just to Facebook it right. just kind of exploded and a few posts went viral as they say it's crazy isn't it how, yeah. how taking something on there can literally just take it so to so many places it is, so many people. it is crazy like it's really scary but it's also really exciting because it means anybody's got that opportunity but I do it did get to the point where it was odd because I hadn't told anybody at work that I had a blog oh really because I didn't need to because yeah. it was just a little hobby did you have photos on there or anything I or did literally... but they weren't really identifying I had no photos of me I hadn't put my name on there anywhere so it was kind of anonymous in yeah. that sense um, and then the more it got on Facebook and there were a couple of pictures of Henry and stuff that people at work started to notice right. and talk about it amongst themselves because they realised I hadn't told them. Uh -huh. So and it, it's, you, know, you start to feel like you're being talked about. And in the end, I had to have this, like, in a team meeting, I had to kind of come out as a blogger <laughs> and be like, yes, that is that is my child that, you, you know, because they were sort of shutting down browsers. It's her. It's definitely her. <laughs> and then I left. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that was it. Did you find it weird suddenly? Because obviously having it like quite anon anonymous and... Yeah. and you know, literally writing for you really at the start. Did you yeah. find it weird then suddenly when loads of people know about you and your family? Yeah, really. I did find it really weird. I still do. I mm. still do find it odd. And sometimes I think it's great and it's really fun. And sometimes I have that anxiety like pang of, oh my God, this was kind of never the plan. Because I didn't... Yeah. I didn't kind of look ahead and think this would happen. Well, um, it hasn't really happened. It, no. When, when you started, it, no, it, it hasn't wasn't really that... No, it was weird. I think... Um, the thing it freaks it, it freaked me out the first couple of times when I had messages from people to tell me that you know when people message you, you must get it all the time <laughs> but where people message you and say um, oh I saw you at such and such but you know when they haven't come to say hello they've just told yeah. you you know I saw you at such and such this is what you're wearing this is what you're talking to your husband <laughs> about but I had a couple where and we've been on holiday in Cornwall and somebody had messaged and said oh I saw. I saw you actually. No, I didn't see you, but I recognised your children playing oh, on the beach, yeah. and Henry was wearing short these coloured shorts, and blah blah blah. And I just kind of had that eerie, like, oh, that's really, that's really weird. I'm being but watched. It wasn't weird at all. She was really, she was actually just being really nice, saying I didn't want to come and interrupt your family, you know, day. Yeah. But I just wanted to let you know I really love your blog and blah blah blah. blah. But um, obviously, hadn't <laughs> hadn't thought that kind of describing exactly what we were doing in the ice creams that we were eating in in great detail would have made me go ah. Oh, that's a bit Does strange. it make you paranoid though? Like, say one of the kids has a meltdown. Like I experienced yeah. this. How you handle it? Does it kind of make you go, "We're in public right now"? And um, I don't. I suppose I actually feel more relaxed because if they kick off, if <laughs> I'm they kick off, it's kind of on brand. I'm like, see, I wasn't lying. I'll post about um, this later. Yeah, <laughs> Henry did actually have. I went when we were shopping for holiday clothes. Um, we were in. Um, next in Exeter a few a few um, a few a couple of years ago actually Jude was in his pram was kicking off I'd kind of tried to placate him with a number of snack bribes that he was kind of getting through and I was getting sort of panicky um, and Henry was just 
he'd just lost it. So he was like climbing under, you know, crawling under rails of cloves, taking all the bras off the shelf, you know, kind of everything. <laughs> and um, I noticed this woman looking at me then and she messaged me afterwards and said, oh, I, di- I didn't know if I should come and say, like, do you need a hand? Because your kids were kind of sort of really kicking off. <laughs> but she said all I could think to myself was, oh, she's not lying when she says they're pickles in public. I said, yeah, pickles, that's one, that's one word for it. <laughs> so I, I, I think, yeah, I'm not, it would be harder if you had a, really glossy kind of yeah our life is perfect, you know perfect yeah. type in a um, way world. i think i think you have actually let us all off the hook you know because i think before you came along for me and you know i came a mum and i i i Buzz was really young when i read um the post that you've written about the uh, the mum in the red coat yeah can you talk us through the post <laughs> yes so yeah an open letter to the mum with the red coat um was a post I wrote, I think it must have been about 2015-ish. And mm. I know that because it's the point at which everything kind of exploded. Um, and basically it was, a, it, was, it was based on me having been to the park and spotting this woman who was having just like a nightmare of a day. She had a fairly newborn baby that just you just couldn't settle. You know, mm. when they, you, there's nothing that you can do. She had a toddler that was throwing things off Ugh. the top of the climbing frame and telling her that he wanted a new mummy and that she was oh. rubbish and, you know, all the rest of it. And um, she just looked mortified, like she was expecting that everybody was sort of judging yeah. her, maybe. And she kept saying things. We all do it as parents, where you say things out loud to directed at your children but they're not really directed at your children they're for the benefit of everybody else so that other people don't think that you're a terrible parent so she was saying things like oh we don't throw our shoes off the climbing frame do we sweetheart and and then to the baby oh but you've just been fed almost as if she was anticipating that we were thinking can you just feed him because he's been crying for half an hour or whatever and i think i made a comment that i then later thought perhaps had been taken the wrong way because i know nightmare aren't they think Uh. kind of um, wanting to offer solidarity mm-hmm. and saying, God, mine can be just the same, like nightmare. But I wonder if she interpreted it as me being like, your kids are a nightmare. Um, so the letter, the, the open letter I wrote to her, which basically just to say, you know, somebody's kids have to be the worst behaved <laughs> in the park at any one time. And at some point they'll be yours. And don't, you know, don't expect that people are judging you like we've got your back kind yeah. of thing. Um, I have no idea if she ever read it, but I get lots of messages from people that say, I'm the red coat mum today. <laughs> you know, that's, that's me. I've just had my so you moment. don't know if she read <laughs> I've got no idea. No, nobody ever got in contact and said, oh, like, that was, you know... I can literally remember me. remember reading it and just... I mean, it made me cry, but it made me feel good as well because I can remember when Buzz was younger, I'd, I signed us up for so many groups. Too many groups. I, know. I signed us up for four, I think. <laughs> four a week. And I can literally remember being in there and my whole time in there, you know, it's meant to be about your bond and how they're amazing, yeah. mother and baby. And, and all I was doing was thinking in my head, please don't cry, please don't cry, please don't cry. Yeah. I'd literally time it so I could feed him before we went in. I'd have the dummy there just in case, but then I would hate getting out of the bag because then I'd feel judged. Yeah. And, and you know, so I think I felt that really early on when he was a baby. Yeah. So to read that post made me go... Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, there are so many other people, actually, that feel that. You always feel like you are you stick out like a sore thumb yeah. and that you're not coping and everybody else is having a much better day than you and that everybody else is much more kind of competent than you. That mm. was what I felt yeah. like. There should be an exam as to whether or not you should be a mum or not. And if there had been, I, prob- I, would, I would have been like, you know, E minus. E- most of us would fail. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you struggle with, like, the negative stuff? I do. It depends where... It depends what 
nature of, of negativity it is. If it's just outright trolling, mm. um, i.e. below the line comments on the mail online, uh. then I don't struggle at all. In fact, I would happily read those comments for hours because really? they're just hilarious. Yeah. Oh, they just make me weep. Oh, do I, they? I literally, yeah, they just oh, you make just me... Have to, if you, re- if oh, you should just read them out. Those don't bother me at all. Uh, the, the, the comments that I find really hard are where I feel like I've been misunderstood. Yeah. So where I feel like the message that I'm kind of trying to give out, which generally is a message of we're all in it together, everybody has bad days, don't mm. beat yourself up, you know, that sort of thing. Um, I think if you read, <laughs> if you take any one of my kind of social media posts in isolation, they're out of context, you, you could quite understandably be like, well, she doesn't seem very grateful for the life that she's got with a loving husband and two lovely boys and mm. another child on the way. Putting yourself on the internet is like you're, you're opening yourself up to attack, mm-hmm. potentially, when you're actually kind of at your most vulnerable. I suppose my tactic is always to remember that you kind of never know what somebody else is going through mm. or what battles that they're facing. So when somebody sends me an angry message and I try that and then not be angry about that mm. and think, well, actually, you know, um, you do have to be a bit sensitive to... I don't know, yeah, the needs and the needs yeah. and wants and and um and struggles of other people. You know, so many people I follow on social media that have um, you know, that that aren't able to conceive mm. or have, have had multiple miscarriages or have or have lost um, you know, children where you just think, Oh my god, you know, it's really sobering you think, yeah, oh. yeah. and I've had moments where I'm just gonna shut it all down. Then you take stock of all the messages from people that are like, I've had such a terrible day and your blog's really helped me to not feel rubbish. Mm. And you think, actually, I feel like no, I am doing something important too. So it's just you know you can't you can't please all of the people yeah all of the time. So you can't. So you have now written two books. Yes, your mum's your mum and your mum's your mum diaries. I have. Yeah. Book three, baby three, book three. I am going to write a third book, but I'm certainly not doing a a mumsy third baby <laughs> out, out in the summer no it's, it's, it's um i don't I, I felt like i wouldn't be able to write any con any book content about yeah. a baby um who's not yet here yeah, yeah. it just would feel like the almost almighty of jinx yeah, jinxing yeah. um so i'm sure having three children and that the experience of that will lend itself to another book mm. but i don't think it'll be specifically baby three yeah Related, but I'm sure. Um, I, mean, I keep getting messages from people that are like, "You just wait, just you wait until they're teenagers. You ain't seen nothing yet." Yeah. And I'm like, please, 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 "Please write the mumsy the teenage years." And I'm like, "I'm not sure if I'll be able to because I'm not sure I'll be able to document the things that they get up to as teenagers." Got three boys. Oh gosh. Uh, um, so, so yes. Yeah, so there's no, there's no immediate book three plans, mm. but the plan in future will be, very much be to continue writing books. I think I'm just. I just felt like I needed a bit of headspace to decide what what I want to write yeah. and not. Well, it's so hard as well because I think like the Mum's Mum book and the, and the, and the and the follow up, they kind of they are they say so much. Yes, and so they can be read continuously. Like anyone who has a child, buy it for them, you know, yeah. because I think it it really does help, and and that message will always be there. Yeah, you know, there might not necessarily be. You don't need to have another book next no. year to say that. Well, no, same no, it's, thing, it's like I'm know. having all these. I'm having all these like um you know worries and feelings and stuff about pregnancy that I'm literally thinking somebody sent me a message there like after they'd seen me kind of having some kind of a, a, a you know panic about something and they sent me a message you, you, really you need to go back and read like chapter five of your first book <laughs> this is and it's like I do I've gone back to square one again a little bit 
I have to say that I feel so lucky to be a mum today in a time where there are people like Sarah around discussing all parts of parenting. We're not just saying it's amazing and staying quiet about everything else. We're sharing the bad days, which I think is equally important, to be honest. It gives us all a little bit of hope and lets us know that we're not on our own when things go a trifle awry. Thanks for listening to this bite-sized episode. I'll be back in two weeks with a clip of my pal, Izzy Judd, describing her experiences with infertility, miscarriage and IVF. I'll see you then. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.